Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, in the traditions of our founders, using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by their sacred efforts, and most of all, rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot to cover today. It is supposedly Martin Luther King Day today, right? Whatever that means. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. But Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Welcome, sir. Well, thank you. Um, I uh, I forgot about it being Martin Luther King Day. I mean, I you know, it's really interesting, and I don't know if we want to comment now. I, I really won't too, too much, but I do know that we have jettisoned anything like, uh, you know, like a Washington birthday or anything like that. Yeah. Probably the greatest president that uh, ever walked on this continent. And... Um, and we, you know, we went to President's Day where that celebrates a Barack Obama and a Bill Clinton and a George W. Bush and everything. And you it's a shame Ooh. to say the least. It's fraud yeah. day, fake news day, dishonest day. So we're going to celebrate Martin Luther King. We can celebrate the black man who pretended he was super Christian, but he was a pervert. He raped women. He uh, did all kind of things. Violence followed him everywhere he went. Uh, everything about him is an absolute lie in the mainstream press and in our celebration of his day. But we can't celebrate Jesus Christ. You see, there's a new video that just came out. The audio is not very good, but, but I'm going to play it anyway. And the video says this, Jesus Saves shirt is offending people in the Mall of America. I don't know if you know about that, but it's in Bloomington, Minnesota there. And uh, Shopper's security guard says, hey. You have got to get rid of that shirt. I order you to remove your shirt or get out of the mall. If you want to take off that Jesus shirt, it's offending people. You can shop. Otherwise, no. The persecution for real Christians begins. The audio is not very good, but I'm going to play it. Uh, here it is. I understand that. Right. But Jesus is associated with religion and it's offending people. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. But it's the same thing. Okay. People have been offended, and like I said, all we are asking you is to take your shirt off. You can go to Macy's or we can leave. I didn't say anything. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Just went okay. to Macy's. Oh, I'm gonna say to that. If you want to shop here, you need to take that shirt off. What is wrong with what is bothering with my t shirt? What is what is what is wrong with my t shirt? 
against her. All right, so the, there you go. You can stop now. The video goes on, ladies and gentlemen, but basically the bottom line is, look, you can't wear your shirt and be at this mall. People are getting offended with your Jesus shirt, and the shirt's basically Jesus saves. And the gentleman is arguing, going, wait a minute, look, I'm not soliciting. I'm not speaking to anybody. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, but it's soliciting, and you got to take it off or get out. Um even if he was speaking and soliciting, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you can say this mall's private property, and I agree that we've got a problem when property rights, you know, conflict with free speech and free association and First Amendment rights. Uh, but in this case, I don't know that you can call a, my, a mall uh, private property in that sense. Yes, it might be owned by private property, but I'm not so sure that we haven't crossed a line here. Most malls, most uh, of these kind of entities are funded and backed and paid for by taxpayers. And we get into a very fuzzy logic discussion here. Dr. Bradley, what do you say to this? Well, I think God's offended by us. I mean, maybe not specifically individuals that we might know, but I I find it rather interesting. The mall is absolutely a public space. Um, they It's free and open to all to enter and, and, uh, I I think that uh, sometimes we start splitting hairs on things like this to the point that, um, I mean, well, let's let's in Utah for example, uh, concealed carry permit, um, you can carry in all public spaces, and that includes all malls. Okay, now there are other places that try to hone that a little bit. Let's put it that way. They want to restrict the right to keep and bear arms as much as they possibly can, and obviously, someone comes in your home and everything, but. You know, this, these open public spaces, I mean, I think that, if I recall correctly, that mall is the largest mall in maybe the world, and certainly in the United States. Yeah, and, no question. Uh, so it is a public space. And uh, so I I find it rather interesting that our secular uh, religion, the you know, it's, it's the civil religion we have in America in violation of the First Amendment because there has been a taxpayer-supported religion established in the United States. It's taught in public education centers all across the nation. So from K through 12, they teach it. And then if you go into a public university, it obviously goes on steroids. And uh, by the time you wear the black robe and go walk for your degree, you've been fully immersed in the this uh, godless religion that worships the you know, wisdom of man. And so that's kind of where we are in America today. It it really is a tragic travesty to think that oh, this great nation that was born uh, to try and make it available to be able to give consideration to our God anywhere and everywhere. Now, I just have to wonder, what would happen if uh, Akbar Allah, uh, uh, you know, that uh, God is great thing came in in Arabic? I wonder what they'd do about that or if they... If a Jewish fellow wore something from the Torah on the front of his shirt, or if there was a uh, Hindu with a uh, something, you know, Shiva was on there, or maybe Buddha was on there from from Tibet or something. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what they're doing if they're if it all has to be, you know, tied back to Einstein or something. It's just really interesting to me because it seems like Christianity is always the target. It's not any other. Uh, religious belief system and certainly the humanist re, uh it's a religion it's a it's a godless religion it has no divine god but but it is a religion it's a faith-based system that worships the wisdom of man 
and it's taught so thoroughly that uh, you know everybody takes offense. Um, and I can tell you just a, a little interesting side note: how people get they get kind of half cocked and go off. Um, in an institution I worked for, we had put music on hold. You know Mannheim Steamroller. It's you know it's just of course you know techno music. You know computer generated and all that kind of stuff and and um, uh, Christmas time we put some Mannheim steamroller on our music on hold and uh, holy Hannah some of the humanists came out of their chairs they thought it was some kind of Gregorian worship service or something I don't know that's literally the word they used was Gregorian worship service and so I I just I you know it's it's a techno blast music I mean it's not uh, in any way, shape, or form, even one single religion. I mean, there's a whole broad spectrum of Christianity that could say you use Christian music, but everything was there from all the holiday everythings, and, and uh, because there was perhaps some thought that maybe religion was involved in it, they came out of their chairs. We had formal protests and everything else like that. It was absolutely absurd. We told him to go to hell. But at any rate, that was kind of the way <laughs> it ran. But holy Yeah, let me remind an American to stand that up. But yeah. I'm telling you, the persecution of Christians uh, has been around since the days of Adam. Uh, and at first, he, uh, you know, the Savior tells us that uh, first it was done to him before it was done to us. I understand that. But the lies society promotes on Martin Luther King Day, MLK Day, today... Uh, are insane, Dr. Bradley. Look, this guy was literally uh, a problem, okay? He wasn't a, a, a faithful Christian. He wasn't true to, uh, say, wife or whatever else. He wasn't true to the people. Everywhere he went, he, they claim he was a peaceful guy, but violence followed him wherever he went. It was just magical that he would leave and the violence would start. Uh, and, but everything he did was a lie, though. Uh, the, the speeches, the backing of communist money, the... Uh, perverted agenda and life that he led serious serious problems doctor uh, but yet they want to tell us that we better not have fake news running around the whole day is based on fake news of who he really was you know the light gets softer on him every year um, when it comes to the the glorious you know review of all the things that are attributed to him it's it's really kind of sad and we have set aside some other very important things. I remember when I was a uh, department head and director at a university when this thing first came up. They said we're gonna we're gonna rotate year to year to year. One year's President's Day. The next year we're gonna do a Martin Luther King Day. And they figured nobody would be watching, but we kind of kept track of it. And we found that nine straight years it was Martin Luther King instead of a President's Day. And when we brought it up, they said, oh, no, we're, we're rotating. No, you're not. And here's the proof. And we had all the proof in the pudding. But it's interesting to me that the, you know, I, the Utah legislature starts tomorrow, but they moved it a day so that they wouldn't have to be meeting on Martin Luther King. But before that, they had a big celebration every 
every Monday morning when they did that. So it's interesting. The FBI how it's documents that Martin Luther King sat by and laughed while his buddy raped a woman, and he had more than 40 documented affairs. Folks. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. on your radio ladies and gentlemen this is serious though you know when we talk about martin luther king the fbi has files on this guy he had 40 affairs and raped by friend a pastor raped a woman folks this guy it's not even his real name okay recordings from the fbi literally accuse uh michael king which is his real name uh, of this um this is a problem folks if we're going to be talking about honest versus fake news uh, this is the quintessential. We literally jettisoned George Washington's birthday or uh, uh, President's Day, and now we replace it with this. So you can't wear a Jesus shirt over the weekend in a mall, the biggest mall in America, but yet we could celebrate these lies. Communist money backed Martin Luther King. That's well documented as well, Doctor. Yeah, they, there's a whole litany of things that uh, have been kind of scrubbed from the uh, – well, you know, it's been put down the memory hole, basically. If you think back of the George Orwell and, and Winston Smith and that episode in his Ministry of Truth where <clears throat> everything gets put down the hole that doesn't fit the narrative. And I, I think we're on steroids on this thing now. But, you know, the thing that's really, it's not the most worst thing, but we've been doing this Martin Luther King thing for so many years now that... Um, you know, a guy like Christopher Columbus gets uh, pillaged and, and uh, basically pilloried 
uh, every time Christopher Columbus, uh, this, you know, Columbus Day comes around. But Martin Luther King thing gets enshrined higher and higher on the, the flagpole. And uh, we we really have got a skewed view of of what this nation's about, what our history is, and uh, what went before. And so because of that, we get the George Floyd riots. I mean, here's a, I guess we don't want to get too distracted by that, but we burned the country down, or we tried to anyway, here uh, uh, three years ago when, when the, that was coming up. And, and uh, it's, <laughs> it's astonishing. And again, it goes back to the Marxist philosophy of divide and conquer, this conflict-based relationship kind of thing. We, uh, we have them trying to fracture the society on as many lines as we can. And uh, some people used to be, it was probably 30 years ago, that balkanization was a common term, but we don't, most people don't even, have never even heard it probably today. But basically, at the, you look at the old Yugoslavia, where they uh, divided and conquered along so many fracture lines until they, everybody was at each other's throat all the time. You know, and, and uh, we ended up in Bosnia, Herzegovina, where the World War One started. You know, that was has always been kind of a hotbed of a lot of acrimony. But at any rate, uh, that's what we're doing to America. We're dividing it. We're putting all these fracture lines in, and, and uh, pretty soon we have um, nothing but hate going on instead of, you know, looking at the noble, the uplifting, the beneficial things the goodness of what really has been our basis in our nation. You know, critical race theory plays on that angle. The the 1619 uh, project, the, uh, you know, the Christopher Columbus nonsense. I mean, come on, people, every single step of the way we have hate and acrimony. We've had enough of that in this country all along. There's no question whether it was religious persecution or it was persecution against the Native Americans. Sure. We got to heal and go forward. We really ought to Amen be Amen to that. that. You know, the reason that I bring this up, Doctor, is a lot of people say, "Sam, lay off Martin Luther King." You got to pick your battles. It's not somebody really to talk about. He's in such—I uh, don't know what you want to call it—favor in America. He has such a protected, you know, holier than thou uh, status or whatever else. And my response is, look, if you can't document the Federal Reserve criminal activity in government, documenting fake money, then every transaction is dishonest because we're using dishonest money. Same thing with Dr. Martin Luther King. They've literally replaced the greatest general America's ever known, replaced the man who had the opportunity for to obtain power over and over and humbly rejected it. Um, was George Washington perfect? No. Was he a god? Of course not. He's just a man. But he was a very righteous, good man. Uh, and we jettison that and put this guy in his place. Then they run around and tell me, Sam, you're not allowed to peddle fake news, you see. Okay, we need to call these people out, though. If we allow this to happen, look, you've got a communist pervert that's being promoted as a saint in America. Okay, that's the facts. And it isn't the truth. And so when you can't wear a Jesus shirt in the mall, but we can literally lie about this guy. Look, the FBI knows. They documented this guy literally sat by and watched another pastor rape a woman. He literally had more than 40 affairs. Uh, he literally was backed by communist money and had communist connections and employed communists. They all surrounded him. Violence appeared in his wake. Okay, we'll never get to the bottom of the, of the activities in America uh, in modern times that we speak of unless we talk about the origins of this kind of stuff, which Martin Luther King is into it to his neck. 
And so anyway, I don't want to spend forever on this because I want to move on to other topics, but I really want to double down on this and make this point. I will not lay off Martin Luther King. It's not even his real name. They've lied to you on every aspect of his life, just like they're lying to you about George Santos, that he was a good guy, that they didn't know about it in advance. That's all a lie, too. Now we have documentation showing that Republicans knew in advance and let it go on purpose because he was backed by big money and hidden puppet strings, doctor. And so was Martin Luther King. Well, you know, it's interesting. You follow the money. There's always that little phraseology, and we really do need to do that more often. I mean, whether it's George Soros or or George Santos, you know, or whether it's Martin Luther King. I mean, um, it's it's very astounding to me that we seem to sell our souls to the to the biggest uh, Madison Avenue advertising scheme that happens, and and so we really got to start doing our own research and we've got to go to the baseline stuff i mean we've got a well-marked uh baseline that we could go back to but holy cow we're it's just absolutely astounding to me it's tough it takes guys like me on the radio to get us back there but look over the or last week i guess illinois governor whacked out mr jd pritzker signed a bill into law that blatantly violates the second amendment law enforcement agents are now fighting back illinois sheriff explains why they will not enforce the governor's criminal violation of the second amendment sheriff mack appeared on in focus with addison smith with the one american news network and spoke out very boldly and said look this guy's a criminal we need to stop him uh look he doesn't have authority to do this and we need to simply uh push him to resign or impeach or fire him i think that we the people and the people of illinois need to peacefully fire the criminal pritzker he has no authority to do this at all ladies and gentlemen well over the weekend the number of sheriffs continues to grow saying we will not go along with this gun control dishonest agenda okay uh basically look this guy swore an oath to uphold the supreme law of the land, not tear it down. Now Pritzker, this thug sheriff or shug governor, thug governor in Illinois, basically says, "Look, I'll fire law enforcement if they don't go along." Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> at least seventy-four now Illinois sheriffs and departments have vowed to fight against the assault weapons ban. They say that it violates the Constitution and the Second Amendment. Even ABC News now realizes this well while this thug pritzker is doing this joe biden has an atf ban of millions of guns with quote new rule they say gun owners could face up to 10 years if they don't comply in prison the gateway pundit with this one Uh, now this is an epic showdown battle that the cspoa is going to get in the center of like you wouldn't believe now the governor says, hey, you can't pick which laws you're going to obey. Sheriffs, you got to do this. Well, myself, along with Sheriff Richard Mack, are saying, that's right, Governor, and you swore an oath to the supreme law of the land, and now you have lied. You have betrayed the people. You have violated your oath of office. You've created a criminal offense which creates a conflicting state law with the general law in the Constitution, or the Second Amendment, if you will. So that's right. Pritzker, you can't pick which law you want to obey, the the made-up pretend legislation, according to the Declaration of Independence, or the real law, the supreme law. You don't get to choose either, Governor. 
And so we're calling on the firing uh, of this Pritzker guy. You've got to stop this flat-out belligerent governor that is out of control, doctor. Well, there's so many issues we could talk about. We only got a minute or two before the break at the bottom of the hour. But uh, every single aspect of, of this thing absolutely violates all baseline principles of the United States. And natural law, God-given law, this, uh, uh, you know, rights, the individual rights, all that kind of stuff is bad. Violates the, uh, dis, you know, recent Heller and, and uh, McDonald cases. And uh, it will be in, end up in the courts. It will be overturned. But in the interim, there's a lot of problems. you got to stand for the sacred cause of liberty, ladies and gentlemen, that the people of Illinois and the people of the United States don't stop Pritzker and Biden. We get what we deserve. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. House Republicans are calling for the visitor's log from President Biden's home in Delaware, where top-secret documents were found in various locations. Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Republican James Comer, on CNN overnight. A special counsel was called for, but yet hours after that, we still had the president's personal attorneys who have no security clearance still rummaging around the, the president's residence looking for things. I mean, that would essentially be a crime scene. Today is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day in America. It is a federal holiday. We one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream the national debt at this time is nearly $31.5 trillion. Senator Raphael Warnock is warning his fellow members of Congress that defaulting on the national debt is serious. We can do deficit reduction, but at the same time, the last thing we ought to be doing is playing chicken with the American economy. Appearing on ABC's This Week, the Georgia Democrats said any shock to the economy would disproportionately affect those already struggling the most. According to most analysts, August is the true deadline by which Congress needs to act on a budget in the debt limit. If nothing is worked out, Treasury could be forced to live hand-to-mouth through a series of interim debt ceiling increases for weeks or months. I'm John Schaefer. Alabama basketball player 21-year-old Demarius Miles and a friend, 20-year-old Michael Lynn Davis, have been charged with capital murder after a fatal shooting near the campus Sunday morning. Police say 23-year-old Jamia Harris of the Birmingham area was shot and killed. At this time, they say the only motive appears to be a minor altercation. Miles has been removed from the basketball team. Wildcard weekend in the National Football League wraps up tonight as the Cowboys will play the Buccaneers in Tampa, Florida. This is USA News. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Cappell here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. It's very easy to use from the login and the setup was extremely easy. I didn't have to call anyone for help. I was able to do it on my own. And I love the fact that I can run my payroll and print my pay stubs. And then you guys do all of the filing for me. So I get a quarterly report that everything's been filed on my behalf. And then at the end of the year, I can print out my W-2s. So I use you guys 
I tell everybody, it's the easiest thing I've ever done. Why anybody doesn't use Yo, I don't know. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about these 74 sheriffs standing up against the Illinois governor. <laughs> I submit this guy needs to literally be removed from office. He swore an oath to the Constitution, doctor. There's a process, I'm sure. I don't know the, I don't know the way it's outlined in uh, the uh, Illinois Constitution, but I think it ought to be. It ought to go with the rule of law ought to prevail. I think that, uh, uh, that there needs to be a process begun, and, and uh, let's just get it done. It's time. I think there, you know, Jefferson talked about uh, impeachment being a scarecrow, and everybody's probably seen in the cartoons about, you know, a scarecrow out in the middle of the cornfield, and cor- the uh, crows are, are uh, sitting on its arms that are outstretched, you know. It's kind of like they're not scared of it at all, but th- we need to reimplement that. Uh, this bizarre set of impl- of uh, impeachments that went on with Donald Trump kind of even took more wind out of the sails of that. We have very blatant and justifiable reasons to impeach and remove people from office. I mean, you look at Joe Biden's uh, completely criminal activity in securing the nation's borders. I mean, we we spend more money securing other nations' borders. We really do. You look at that $1.7 trillion fiasco that went out through the omnibus uh, bill at what we're spending on securing other nations' borders, and we won't secure ours. And we have laws in place that say, yeah, this is how we, we, do, we do immigration. And uh, none of it's being followed. It's just a well, and Biden's ATF ban as well as criminal activity too. This is why I say if we let Pritzker and Biden continue, along with a whacked out governor uh, in California, we uh, uh, some degree deserve what we get, ladies and gentlemen. Now Biden also locks down Mount Rushmore for the July fireworks for the third year in a row. Now you can say, well, Sam, who? Why do you want to spend your time talking about fireworks? Who cares? No, no, no. The point is that these governors believe that the president can just dictate to them, and it's not constitutionally true, doctor. Well, and then we get into, I mean, I'm always throwing more uh, things on the fire. It's not hot enough. But uh, virtually all the holdings, virtually all the holdings of land within our continental United States and Alaska which is about all the United States, I guess, is is unconstitutionally held. I mean, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 specifies the number of acres that the United States government may hold, 64,000 acres for the uh, uh, for Washington, D.C., and then some other places, you know, like for arsenals and, and some other things that, that are agreed to by the states. But that's the maximum holding over long term for the United States government. I, I know that there's... Times that yeah, they have uh, you no know, authority to hold land for a monument. No, they, they, the whole thing is a, a charade. I think back when Bill Clinton signed the Escalante Staircase Monument, it uh, locked up the world's largest, cleanest burning coal, world's largest. 
the uh, I mean, it, at the time in the '90s, it was a trillion dollars worth of coal. Now it's probably fifty trillion. I don't know what the number is for for what energy stuff is now, but at the time we we looked at that, and it was over a trillion dollars worth of coal at that time. It's the cleanest burning coal on the planet, and they locked it up. Now, the Utah has a uh, a situation where we get a, a kind of a a rake off when stuff is harvested out of our natural resources and it goes into the school fund and basically Utah would have gone uh, you know from the f- oh, 48th or 49th or 50th uh, poorest school funding back then it's probably much higher now to number 1 with school funding if that had been allowed to be go forward and be harvested but Bill Clinton locked it up i mean huge tracts of land and, uh, you know, the, these, even the Antiquities Act that they use as a, an excuse to say, oh, no, 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 we, we should be able to protect, you know, like some, you know, uh, Pueblo, uh, some dwelling place of the Native Americans. You know, most of the things up to that point had been like a 10-acre plot or something like that they were protecting. And we're talking millions of acres on these things. The, the swaths of unrighteous government that we're accepting, it's, it's unrighteousness at every turn. And none of the uh, uh, authority is there constitutionally to do any of these things we're talking about. So, I, you know, you look, we, okay, Congress makes law. Let's go back to the immigration thing. Congress makes a law about immigration. We have the most generous immigration policy in the world. And it's it's uh, Article One, Section Eight says Congress can do this. Okay, so they have, and and the president then signs the bill. President has the responsibility to carry out the law. I mean that's his job. You read Article Two of the Constitution, but the president is not doing that. And 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 you look at how the president, by executive order, by edict, is creating law in violation of Article One, Section One where all legislative authority is delegated to the Congress. And so the president, he's making law, quote-unquote, it's not law. It's just like what happened all across the nation during the, the lockdown. All these mandates were not law. The governors were just waving a magic wand and making what is enforced as law upon the people. I've yeah, got, there you go. <clears throat> it's I out of control, know. and it's got to stop. We've got to stand up and stop this. If the American people don't, we're in serious trouble. Supposedly, Kevin McCarthy is being praised by Tucker Carlson because Kevin is supposed to release 14,000 hours of video from January 6th, claiming that the people should see it all. The question becomes how many law enforcement agents actively helped January 6th patriots into the building that day. We know some did. We have video of it, etc. And so you got to kind of ask yourself that now. At first, I was thinking, good for Kevin. I hope he does it. But now it turns out that he wants to release it the way the Twitter files were released, which means pick your favorite reporter, release kind of what you want in the way that you want, not really tell the whole story. I hope that doesn't happen. I think we need to put all 14,000 hours completely out for everybody or anyone to analyze uh, and know the truth. Uh, I think Kevin wants to release this to sound good to the public. Uh, but I don't believe that we're really going to get it all in its entirety like we were hoping for. I pray I'm wrong and pray that Kevin releases it all, Doctor. Well, I hope you're wrong, too. But I, I wonder how this goes in terms of the sealing of the January 6th hearings that they had in the committee. Uh, they they talked about sealing their 
uh, findings and their evidence and all those kind of things. And, of course, a, 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 an existing legislature cannot bind the hands of a future legislature. So it would seem to me that they would have every authority to unseal it. I'm quite disheartened at almost every time we have a an overture or a statement that they're going to be transparent and they're going to expose, you know, whatever information. It's a Kennedy assassination or anything like that. Uh, there's always uh, huge, huge redacted segments of that. And uh, and so we, I don't ever feel like we're getting the, the whole story. It's almost like, you know, I've got an adage that says if they hold a press conference, they're lying because they want to spin the outcome of it. So it remains to be seen, and I just hope and pray that we do get a full exposure and the American public can see the complicit nature that maybe Nancy Pelosi completely participated in. I think that would be well, rather we're pray that we get the truth on this from Kevin McCarthy and crew. Time will tell. Now, there's a news release that talks about Joe Biden and the CIA worked to install the current communist regime in Brazil. Yeah, this was all planned in advance, they now say. Doctor? No, no, wait a minute. The CIA being involved in a coup? <laughs> if you don't catch the cynicism in my statement there, uh, this has been, I mean, the CIA needs to be defunded too and put out of business. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, we have a responsibility to have intelligence gathering going on out there. But you look at, I mean, clear, you go back to uh, Alan Dulles. Um, the, the one of the John Foster Allen Dulles brothers, and they're not a music group, no, and uh, they're com they're completely involved in subverting the United States into a global government, going back to 1916 when Woodrow Wilson sent them as a tag team to go put together the uh, uh, League of Nations in in the aftermath of what they knew would happen in in the uh, World War One. But Dulles was the CIA director, and uh, absolutely, and his brother was the Secretary of State under uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower, of course, was a, was a CFR director, a Council on Foreign Relations. For those that don't know, that's a globalist organization that's seeking to subvert the United States into a, a global government. All of these kinds of things are just bizarre, but back during that era, I, that's what made me think about the overthrowing of government, a, uh, an elected organization, an elected government in Iran was overthrown by the CIA. Now, it had happened before we were using the British intelligence and the Russians in World War I, but that's why the Iranians hate our guts so much. We overthrew an elected government, which was yeah, not a good and government. Now we, we find out these secret files that Joe had had to do with Iran. Right? And had to do with the Ukraine-Russia situation. Isn't that interesting? Look, these people are criminals, folks, and we better wake up to the secret combinations that are getting above the people, and we better do it fast. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution.
I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. Man, I, I just don't know how to cover all this news, ladies and gentlemen. The economy's got a bleak outlook. The 2023, people are asking, is 2023 the year the economy's bubble's going to burst? What do you say, doctor? Well, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball on that. I hope it doesn't, but uh, there's uh, pretty bad evidence out there of where it's going. You know, I'm a little disappointed in a way. <clears throat> Maybe this is on your list, but we haven't talked about the Davos gathering starting today in the Swiss chalet town, a ski town, where the World Economic Forum, I mean, there's like... I think 600 CEOs that are gathering, and and the uh, like 52, something like that, world heads of state, and they're going to try and plan our future for us. I mean, you know, and I've I'm uh, hoping I've we can talk some, about that in a lot more detail this Friday. As it doctor. unfolds, I'm I'm yeah. sure, uh, but I'm we'll, telling we'll do you, it. But you're right, it's, it's thing. wow. But look, they're talking about food shortage as a weapon. We're talking about Biden's fossil fuel tax hikes um we're talking about you know serious stuff here now i brought up a term called are the natives getting restless with chris carlson uh on saturday and i want to quickly explain that and have you respond to that um you know are the natives getting restless here's what i mentioned from the book of mormon another testament of jesus christ the secretary of agriculture called it the greatest handbook for freedom so I know we've got way more, you know, people listening around the world that are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints than that are. However, whether you believe in the book as a spiritual book of Scripture or not, when Benson called it the greatest handbook for freedom ever written, I think it's worthy of discussing. Well, in that book, they talked about the ancient civilizations of America and the uh, doings of the people, if you will. The prophets would testify of Christ. The wicked people would destroy the people for tyranny and gain and profit and etc. 
Uh, and when the people would get wicked, the Lord would crack down on them. There would be war and destruction. Then the people would repent, and the Lord would bless them with wealth and riches, and they call it the pride cycle. When the people got proud, they'd lose everything they had. When the people are humble and realize that God gave them all that they had, it was a blessing. And uh, Anyway, the greatest handbook for freedom in that book, uh, it talks about how the leaders of their society, so I'm going to call them the Sadducees and Pharisees of their day, would gauge the people's minds and hearts and say, you know what, what, what are the people thinking? And they were really afraid of the people. And so they'd gauge their minds, and if their minds were against something, they would kind of back off, and they would soft-pedal it and slowly but surely agitate and manipulate till they could get consensus on, you know, violence or anger or war or whatever they wanted, putting a certain person in power, etc. cetera. Um, and when the people's minds were favorable, they would go forward with something when it wasn't favorable. And so I, I call it, you know, the natives are getting restless because that's what they're doing in modern times right now. This gun control bill floated by Biden, it only affects certain kind of bump stocks and this and that and whatever. And the Illinois bill, well, it doesn't affect all your guns, just some of them. And these are trial balloons to gauge the minds of the people to see how restless the natives are getting. We need to realize this for what it is, doctor. You know, it's interesting. Um, there's never a establishment-generated movement to increase liberty. I mean, just, just go back and, and register back here and there and everywhere. It is always, always, always an incremental slide into tyranny. And, and you're right. They do a little bit here and a little bit there. And it's uh, Antonio Gramsci, who was an Italian communist back in the 1920s and 30s, so 100 years ago, um, he talked to, well, it's my, my vernacular, a slice at a time communism, where you take a little here and a little there until you finally have a whole, you know, loaf of bread or bologna or whatever it is you've taken and you've bought it lock, stock, and barrel. And that's really what's going on, a slice at a time tyranny that's happening in the United States. It's always been done that way. I mean, if, if you know, whether you're talking about the Book of Mormon and the, and the way the, the, there was incremental uh, damages that were done to the liberties of the people, or you talk about, you know, the life of the, the Savior during his mortal existence when the Sadducees and Pharisees had seen him on the dusty streets of Judea. And, uh, you know, the, the, the populace, they always tried to register the, the interest and uh, uh, kind of inclinations of the mind of the populace, and they, they kind of calibrated whatever they were doing to that. And it's even in front of Pilate they did a similar thing. They kind of agitated the crowd until they got the people on their side saying, crucify him, crucify him. This is what they've done all the way through history, those that were seeking to overthrow mankind's blessings, liberty, prosperity, peace, you know, the things that are really precious, the things of truth, family, you know, the things that really are cherishable. And uh, a little bit at a time, you know, whether it's a T-shirt in the... Uh, big mall or it's a, a public education setting or whether it's a gun control issue or whether it's an economic thing or whether it's something about we're going to overthrow another government somewhere else, a little here and a little there, pretty soon it's pretty much a disaster. And, and we've just got to wake up to a sense of our awful situation. We've got to recognize that this is an incremental cost. By the way, I... Uh, this morning I was reviewing some stuff that's going on in the state of Utah because our legislature starts tomorrow. 
And and I see I see some of these legislators. They have got just the smooth tongued devils in there, who know how to spin things just to make it sound like it's just right for us. They don't tell us the real reasons behind what they're doing. They put this um, spin on it that says, "Oh, for the people's sake, or for the children, we got to do this for the children, whatever." But every single incremental thing they're doing is wrong. I mean, I can't think of a single thing that's on track for doing the right thing. So, yeah, I, th- I really do think we've got it. Number one, we've got to become a soundly founded, understanding, principles-based people. And we've got to elect those to office that do that and keep their actions within the limits and bounds that are established within the Constitution that we, the people, agreed. The consent of the governed is required. We didn't give our consent for someone to be elected to office to go run off the rails like the governor of, of uh, Illinois has. No. That or governor George took Santos, who flat out lied created criminal offense to get elected. New York City health officials now literally admit that the Omicron subvariant is more likely to infect the vaccinated people. However, they still push and urge residents to get vaccinated, doctor. This is kind of what we're talking about. The people don't know the truth. Well, it's pretty easy to do. For the last two and a half years, people have been depriving their brains of oxygen with the face diapers. Their do- their their blood, I mean, their brain cells have been dying, and they don't have the logic, reason, and intelligence. They've been put through a public education system that tries to tell you what to think, not how to think. And pretty soon, there's you know, you just put the spin on it in the media, and everybody's yes or yes or three bags full. So, so it's it's a when they do put out something that actually is true, they can counter it immediately with some stupidity like, yeah, we know if you get the vaccine, you're going to end up probably being more likely to become ill and maybe even die, but everybody ought to get it anyway. I mean, how stupid do we have to be? I'm so done with stupid. I am so done. <laughs> Amen to that, Doctor Bradley. I'll tell you what, though, restaurants in California are now adding an inflation fee to your bill. So watch your bill if you're in California, people. Can you believe this? Yeah, I absolutely can. I mean, California has been on such a death march for so long in terms of destroying what was once a magnificently, I mean, you look at the prosperity was there, the climate, the opportunities that were there, the population, uh, the resources that were there. I mean, come on, California was kind of an American dream but they've been trying to harvest anything good out of there. I, I did an interview yeah, a number of years ago. Yeah, that's the song, California Dreaming. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, we could go on a sidetrack with that. But the fact of the matter is they are plundering, and those that can will leave. I mean, I guarantee that there's an – well, there is already an out-migration to California. And, uh, and so whether it's an energy uh, kind of a surcharge or a – uh, a food surcharge or a gasoline surcharge or even a bigger surcharge to have a police officer respond when you've been robbed. I don't know. These guys think that all it is is it's a harvesting thing. I mean, kind of like Soylent Green. You know, they're harvesting the bodies. They're not quite doing bodies yet. They're just harvesting all the economy at this point, and they're going to take everything they can before finally it collapses, and it will collapse. And the, and the people ultimately yeah, and here's will the have proof. to say... The, the CPI index that was used in the 1980s by your government, they've now switched to a different one to make things seem more mild. But if you use the one that was used in the 1980s, we're at 15.3% inflation, doctor. 
Well, absolutely, and I think that's understating it. I, I think that what we're finding is uh, just basically a complete erosion of the foundation. Now, by the way, the general welfare, spoken of in the uh, preamble of the Constitution and in Article 1, Section 8, the general welfare thing had to do with good government, predictable and stable, where justice was meted out, where there was no false economy, where there was no um, uh, domestic violence, where there was no, f no foreign invasion. That's what they were seeking. And here today we have almost every single aspect of what they were trying to make sure they prevented is the basis of the government today. They're destroying the economy with everything they do, false money, the Federal Reserve, the creation of money. We, we heard a little blurb about the uh, uh, national debt. Oh, yeah, they'll just, oh, yeah, we'll just kind of raise it. We'll bump it incrementally. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, and, and now they're basically uh, saying if the Republicans don't raise it, they're going to bring danger and damage to the republic or whatever. Look, it's folks, already the only, there, folks. <laughs> the only real long-term solution we have, ladies and gentlemen, is to start building facilities and stockpiles of everything we need, everything we use, so that we can eliminate our future need for money or reduce it significantly. It takes time. So you can't dally around and waste time. You've got to get supplies while they're available. You've got to use your uh, everything that you can to create some secure facilities in your home. you got to stockpile everything that you need. That's what we've got to do, ladies and gentlemen, while we turn to God Almighty. Uh, yeah, so on Saturday, Doctor, uh, I talked to Chris Carlson about a book called The End of the World is Just the Beginning basically mapping the collapse of globalization. Uh, it's a nonfiction book, I guess, written by Peter Zeehan. Uh, a very interesting book highlighting, hey, we need to fight this stuff, folks. And we can, but we've got to turn to God. We need God's help. The founders understood that. We must understand it, too. And then we've got to stand together. We don't seek for power. We seek to pull it down. That's what we've got to focus on, doctor. Well, we've got to have this pragmatic view on things. Yes, indeed, God is in charge. But all of these people that, uh, maybe there's not a whole lot, maybe there's tons, I don't know, <coughs> that put their head in the sand and say, oh, yeah, God's going to twinkle us off the earth as things get rough. i got a feeling if you look through history, good people have suffered bad things. We need to look to God. We need to do what we can. We need to do the right thing for the right reasons. And if we're doing that, I think God can bless us. If we're not... If we're just putting our head in the sand and saying he's going to pull us out of this before we have to suffer, I think we're kind of delusional. Strong delusions. Read sec Second ahead, Thessalonians. Doctor. Read about strong delusions. There's plenty of that going and on. And realize we've got to have God, family, and country, ladies and gentlemen. We, the people, can get on our knees and pray hard and repent and then stand up and go to work to preserve the nation. FreedomsRisingSun.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.